So we're talking about tonight separation and divorce, overcoming broken emotion and dangerous cycles. All right. So, again, this is a conversation that can apply to everyone. It's not just for those that are married. It's not just for those that are going through separation or heading to divorce. Okay. And we're going to have a very transparent conversation. I'm going to talk a lot about my life, talk a, a lot about what I've experienced, what I've come through, and how I'm able to be the man that I am today, how I'm able to be whole, how I'm able to be healthy. I'm able to smile and laugh again. Uh, it, it, took, it took some work. It took some time, but I got here. So you're looking at someone who has been separated. You're looking at someone who has gone through divorce, who has... Uh, you know, ended up in divorce so you, and someone who was married. So you're looking at somebody that has experienced this and has come through it. And if you are someone watching or listening tonight and you may be going through this, you may be going through a separation right now. You may be going through a divorce. Even the marriage may be even heading to divorce. It's going to be OK. It's going to be all right. I'm telling you, at the end of it, you can come through it. You can have hope. You can be joyful again. You can laugh again. You can trust again. You know, I don't know the details or the, 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 the very intricate details of, of your situation or your circumstances, but you absolutely need to know that it's going to be OK. And I love you. And there's many people out there that love you and care about you and still value you. OK, so I wanted to say that right off the top so that you know that this is a, a this is not a place where there's any judgment. This is a judgment free zone. We're not judging. We're not pointing the finger, but we are addressing what needs to be addressed. And we're going to apply wisdom. And we're going to get better and we're going to heal. All right. So one last time, if you know somebody right now, if you're watching, you're listening, and you know somebody that's going through a separation, going through a divorce, having some strenuous relationship type issues tag them share the video share the podcast let them listen to it all right so let's jump in <clears throat> let's dive in i'm excited to talk about this because uh, i think it it it's something that many people can relate to you know there are many people getting married and and believe it or not it's an amazing stat but the divorce rate is almost 50 percent in the united states of america so all those people you see in getting married, half of them, it's ending or it's, it's going towards divorce. And let me tell you, there are two different sets of emotions. There are two different sets of mindset that come when you're in a separation, when you're going through a separation, and then when you are going through a divorce. So it's a lot to process. It's a lot to to experience if you're the person going through it all right so we're going to help each other tonight i want to first start off talking about separation and then we'll go further and we'll get to divorce we'll probably be on this for a few weeks i i believe so i think so and we should but it's going to be great and we're going to get some great wisdom and we're going to be healed so separation the emotions, overcoming broken emotions. I can tell you from being there, being separated, it's a very 
frightening place to be. When you've been married, when you have created a environment, a secure environment, some uh, uh, environment that's your security, your marriage, and then now you even if you have children, you have a home, you there is a security that you have created, right? A a shield, so to speak, that you've created. And when you get to a place where you are now separated, there is a whole rush of emotions that come into play and that you can feel or will feel. So I'm going to go through some of those emotions. I'm going to talk about feeling those emotions, processing through those emotions, and then overcoming those emotions. So what are some of those emotions? The first one, anxiety. When dealing in, in, in a separation, first thing you're going to go through is anxiety. Are they going to stay? Are they going to leave? What's happening? Is it, is it really over? What's, what's going on? So you will, you will begin to feel some type of anxiety. Well, why? Well, if you're separated and one person is leaving the home, now we're living in, in, in separate homes. You, you know, the wife is going to go live somewhere. The spouse's husband is going to go live another place or however they work it out. Now you're anxious about, OK, well, how am I going to where am I going to go? Where am I going to live? How am I going to take care of myself? And if you have children, how am I going to take care of the children? Uh, how am I going to pay for this, especially if you're not financially you know, wealthy or you don't have an abundance of finance, there is a lot of anxiety that comes with now walking into separation. And it it continues day after day, hour after hour, month after month. What what am I gonna do? And anxiety does not allow you at all at any point to feel relax or secure anxiety takes away all of your security anxiety takes away all of your peace of mind and so you can get into so many thoughts just your thinking can get way out there way left field and on top of that you're dealing with somebody that i love somebody that i'm in love with someone that I've spent all these years together with building a family, building a home, possibly working on, on other things, businesses. Now they don't want to be my teammate. Now they don't want to be married to me anymore. Now they don't want to, they don't want me. They don't want this. And that can bring on a lot of anxiety. And listen, for all of these emotions that I, I'm going to talk about and we're going to go over. Don't feel bad for having these emotions. Don't feel like you're crazy for having these emotions. Don't feel like I shouldn't feel these emotions. Yes, you should. So having the emotions is not the bad thing. That's not the bad part. It's allowing those emotions to, to turn us into something completely different than who we are it's allowing those emotions to to cause us to just 
introvert or, or go inside and shut down. Okay, and just become careless about life. So, so I want to encourage you, don't feel like you're crazy because you feel anxious because now you're in a separation. You should feel anxious. Of course you're going to feel anxious. You don't know what, what's going to happen next. What, what are we going to do about the children? Who are the children going to stay with? How are, are we now going to share it? Or is it going to be full, full custody? What is going to be like now in this place of separation? So one of those emotions is anxiety. Feeling anxious. Another one, number two, fear. I'll tell you, anxiety, most times when you're anxious, fear is right there behind lurking somewhere in the corner looking out absolutely fear the fear of the unknown the fear of what i don't know what tomorrow holds i don't know what's going on in my marriage i want it to work now i'm speaking from the perspective of someone who is in a marriage and the other person says okay i don't want this we need to separate. I'm done with this. And I'll say this, my personal belief for those of you that are looking to, you know, get married and, and you're, you're getting ready for that. Unless there is some type of really one physical abuse or extreme verbal, verbal abuse. I, I'm not for separation. Right. The marriage vow says till death do us part. And so as long as someone is not putting you in physical danger or, you know, abusing you verbally in that type of way, let's work it out. Most times why people separate is really something that could have been fixed. But a lot of times we have people that go into marriages or even relationships and they're only thinking about themselves. They're only thinking about me. They're only thinking about I. And that's why you it's not surprising when we hear, okay, divorce, the divorce rate is 50%. You cannot go into any relationship, but specifically marriage, thinking about you and you alone and just wanting to be right. That's not going to work. So I'm, I don't, I'm not, I'll, I'll never say, okay, yeah, let's, let's work on separation. That's more money. That's now you got to find an apartment and you still got to take care of your spouse or your children. If you have children. And then now we have two different guys. We have two different phones and two different rents and two different light bills. How are we ever going to work it out? Especially if finances is the issue. What are we doing? And so I can tell you all, again, I'm going to share about my life on here. If you were to ask me today right now why I got divorced, why I went through, why we separated, why the marriage ended, I really don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I don't see a reason that we couldn't have worked it out or it couldn't have been worked out. There was no, I didn't get anybody pregnant. She wasn't pregnant for someone else. There was no crazy affair going on. 
It wasn't anything like that. So I, I, I say that to say, and being transparent in that way to say, you know, when you get married, work it out. Unless someone is physically abusing you, then of course I'm not going to tell you to stay, or you're 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 under constant verbal abuse. Absolutely not. But separation is not the way to work anything out. How can two walk together unless they agree? So what are we working out if we're getting separated? All right. So anxiety, that's one of the emotions that we experience. Fear. Now, this next one I'm going to say is a very big one because I experienced this. I went through this. I had these type of thoughts. I was ashamed. I was ashamed. Here I am, this man who loves his family, he loves his wife, loves his children, does what he thinks, right? I thought I was doing the best for my family. And and I was committed to my family, committed to my marriage. And here I am, ended up being separated, heading towards divorce. I was so ashamed. I, I was ashamed and I was in shock. I was like, I can't believe this is happening. And why is this happening? So again, if you are going through this, you know someone that's going through this and you're hearing me talk about these things, these, these, this can help you. This information can help you, one, to go through it strongly and to come through it and to not feel isolated or feel like you are strange or or weird or crazy for feeling these emotions and then if you know someone that's going through it you can you can position yourself in a way to help them come through some of the emotions that they are that they are experiencing you can know how to be a great friend or a great help how, how to be there for them okay so i felt ashamed and then i after shame it went into guilt i started feeling guilty i started blaming myself it's my fault i did something wrong i wasn't doing this i wasn't doing that and it doesn't mean that I myself or anyone is going to do all right in the relationship. That's not what I'm saying, because we all are going to make mistakes and we grow and we learn. But it's a dangerous thing to be in a marriage or a relationship where it's two people that are contributing to what's happening. And then you take on all the blame. You take on all of the. The weight and the pressure of it. So guilt came. And from that guiltiness. Now mind you. I'm still feeling all of these emotions. I'm still feeling the anxiety. I can't sleep. I don't want to eat. I don't really want to be around people too much. I really don't want to see other people. Who are married. And having a great time. Because mine is falling apart. Here I am separated in a, in a situation I thought I would never be in in a million years. So I'm now feeling guilty on top of that. And I'm saying to myself, 
well, what did I do wrong? Maybe I did something wrong. And then the value of yourself starts to depreciate. You start to lose value in yourself because now the mindset is, okay, well, maybe they're, maybe they're right to not want to be with me anymore. Maybe they're right because maybe I didn't do this good enough. And maybe I didn't do that good enough. And maybe I should have did this, but maybe because I didn't do this, then, then they, you know, they would have stayed because I, if I did this, or maybe because I didn't do this, they want to leave. You start having that mental torment. I'm talking about emotions that come when you enter into separation and are heading to divorce. These are some of the emotions. And so, again, if you're going through that right now, I love you. It's going to be okay. It's okay to feel those emotions. It's just not okay to stay there. All right. So we're going to get some wisdom how to move past that place. And then after guilt, ooh, the anger. Ooh, the anger. Yeah. I'm a very mild-mannered person, very laid-back person. But let me tell you something. When I was separated and going through my separation, I was angry. I was angry with my then spouse. I was angry with friends. I was angry with people who who I felt like say something. S say something, do something, help. And so I was filled with anger. And so I lost a lot of weight again. I lost a lot of weight. I couldn't eat. I wasn't my normal self joking, happy, playing, uh, you know, very, very jovial and, and positive and, and progressive, creative. All of that anger and anxiety and shame and guilt was sucking the life out of me and literally forming and transforming me into somebody else, into someone else. Then ultimately... Right. After anxiety, after fear, after shame, after guilt, after anger, it went into hopelessness. It went into hopelessness where I was like, I don't even care. There's no hope for this. There's no hope for me. I said things like, don't nobody want me. Nobody's ever going to want me again. Because I thought to myself. If the person who said to me every day that they love me and they're in love with me and all the great things they said, they're willing to walk away. They're willing to do this. If they who love me are doing this, what about the people that don't even know me? And I get it that at that time. That's how I was thinking. It's a crazy way to think, but that's how I was thinking. And that's how it feels when you're in that position. And so it's not a matter of just shake it off, brush it off. No, it doesn't work like that. So if you if if you are around people that are going through these type of circumstances, don't tell them, all right, just get over it. That's insensitive. And and I'm talking about if if 
you know, this is happening and they're in the current process of it. Because if it's seven years, all right now, come on now, what are we doing? Seven years now, and then y'all still talking about separation? Come on. Bring some finality to it. Let's let's move on with life. All right. So again, thank you all for tuning in. You are watching Murphy's Law. I am so happy that you're here. We're talking about separation and divorce, overcoming broken emotions and dangerous cycles. Okay. So share the video, share the podcast. I see all your comments. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. All right. Listening. So anxiety, fear, shame, guilt, anger, hopeless, hopelessness. And this hopelessness, when I became hopeless, you all, I literally didn't think highly of myself, didn't care much for myself. I would go, I promise you, I would go days without eating. I would go days without sleeping even, maybe an hour of sleep. Two hours of sleep. So these are the emotions. These are the trials that those that those of us that have been separated have gone through that. These are some of the trials. These are some of the battles that we have had to fight. And ultimately, you know, I began to feel abandoned. I began to feel abandoned. And it not only, not only did I feel abandoned by my ex-wife or, you know, spouse at the time. Now I'm feeling abandoned by some other people that I felt had influence in our lives who didn't say anything. I, I begin to feel abandoned. I begin to feel alone. I begin to feel like this was a personal attack against me and my marriage. And so those were very, very dark times mentally. Those were very, very hurtful times emotionally. My thoughts were all over the place, discombobulated. I'm talking about thinking about one thing one minute and then the next minute I'm thinking about something else. I was literally and i mean this in a very very dark place and so again if you're there if you're going through that get there but then we're going to move past there and go to the light okay so i begin to uh, mistreat myself as i said before i didn't eat much i didn't sleep much uh, you know i i God, it, it, it was, I didn't even know myself. And I tried to put on a front. I don't even know if my family members could tell or other friends. I tried to put on a front like, you know, it's all right. I, I'm going to get through it. But inside, whew, it was dark. Thoughts of hopelessness, thoughts of anger and all of those, you know, all and things like that. 
you know, someone is asking a question. Do you think we always feel that something is wrong with us and that it's our fault? I do absolutely believe, and I talked about this a, a few moments ago about the guilt. When you are, when someone's walking away from you and you're truly a lover, it can, it, you really can feel like it's your fault. And, and guess what? Here's, here's the part about it that's amazing. Sometimes it's partially our fault, right? That not that they're walking away, but the marriage isn't what it's supposed to be or what it should be. But this is where for better or for worse comes in. Especially if you're the type of person that's willing to work on your marriage. And if you're looking to get married, be willing to work at your marriage. Work on you and your marriage and making your marriage better. Not on trying to control somebody. So after, you know, I, I went through these host of emotions and, and there are more. Oh, oh, my God, there are more emotions. You know, you you can even begin to try and isolate yourself. You don't want to be around anybody. You want to be all to yourself. And so I'm going through all of these emotions because I want anyone that's listening, that's going through it to feel not feel like they're all alone. And for those of you that have never been married or you're hearing it, but you know, friends that have been married or they've gone through this, you can you can be there for them or for someone else in a better way, in a more impactful way that can really help bring them out of that dark mindset, that dark place. OK, so we're going to get to that. Absolutely. Separation has the, cap the capability or the capacity to change who you are as a person. Hello. My hand is up. You're talking about I'm a guy who is filled with creativity in music and and writing plays and all kinds of other stuff that I was involved with artistically. And my creativity shut all the way down. I'll, t I'll tell you, many people don't know this, but when I was going through my separation, long before I even had gotten divorced, I had said I quit music. I said I give up on music. I literally said I don't want to do it. I don't want to see it. Anything creative about me, I give up on it. Why? Because I was feeling worthless wasn't worthless for real but i was feeling worthless and so you may be feeling some anxiety you may be feeling some fear you may have felt the shame the guilt the anger the hopelessness all of those things it's normal it's natural it's not a, a normal it's not an abnormal thing rather to respond to a traumatic event God created us with emotions. <laughs> you, your body is going to respond to a traumatic event. If you're in a car and you meet in a car accident, physically, your body is going to respond to that. You're going to feel pain. The muscles going to hurt. The nerves might be shot or, you know, something is going to hurt. It's going to respond to that trauma. So emotionally, you are going to respond to the trauma. So don't let anyone make you feel like you are wrong for responding to the trauma. 
And there's absolutely nothing wrong with responding to the trauma. What we don't want to happen is for the trauma to change us, is for the trauma to make us become dark, negative, isolated, alone, no flavor, just dry. And so that's something that I am working at even to this day where I'm 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 becoming flavorful. I'm not going to let what I went through and what I experienced cause me to become this whole different person. That's negative. That's not good from where I was before. All right. Woo. If you're enjoying this, let me know that you're enjoying it. For those of you that are watching, for those of you that are listening, thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Murphy's Law podcast where we apply wisdom. All right. You can definitely get it on Spotify. You can get it on Google Podcasts and uh, some other, you know, Apple, iTunes. So all of those places and arenas where podcasts are available, you can get the Murphy's Law podcast. Share this with somebody that you know it's going to help. Okay. So here are some of the, the dangerous cycles that happen when when we get into separation. When coming into separation or going through a separation and you've gotten to the place now where, you know what, it's not going to work. You've accepted in your, in your head. You say, you know, what? this marriage is over. It's ending. It's done. The most one of the most dangerous things that we can do and should not do is allow ourselves to now engage in other types of romantic relationships, emotional relationships. That is a recipe for disaster. And that's entering into a cycle really where you're hurt and you are going to hurt whoever it is that you're entering into that cycle with that, that relationship with, or yeah, or that cycle with you're going to hurt them. And that hurt is going to continue to extend and go on and on and on. So it's amazing to me to hear people say, I'm separated, but I'm in a relationship. What? No, you're not. What? What are you doing? No. And and I, I know it, it. It happens. People people do it and think it's normal, but it's not normal. Number one, you have not come to a finality about the marriage you were in before. You have to bring that to a finality. I don't know what it is about people who begin new chapters or they begin something new, but they didn't finish or complete what was there before. No, end that chapter right. Like who reads a book and you read the first four pages of chapter one and then you jump to chapter four? Like if you read a, if you read books like that, Raise your hand. Let me see your hand in the comments or send me an email. Let's apply wisdom at gmail.com. Nobody does that. So you have to if if you're separated and it's going to divorce, then go through that process because there are a lot of emotions that you're going to have to come through. There's a lot of healing that's going to have to happen. Whether you think so or not, it's going to have to happen. You're not a robot. You're human. So it's going to affect you. And people sometimes 
they can practice or they can attempt to become numb. I'm just going to be numb. I'm not going to feel nothing. I'm going to function without feeling anything. And that's my way of fixing it. And that's not good. You're doing yourself more harm and you're going to harm anybody else you attempt to get into a relationship with. So when you're in, when you're going through a separation, go through that process. Don't attempt to, to start looking for your next wife, looking for your next boyfriend, your next husband, your next girlfriend. That's not the time to do that because I guarantee you, you are going to mistreat whoever that person is. And not only will you mistreat them because you are in a vulnerable position and a vulnerable place where you're not even knowing how to take care of yourself. They're going to mistreat you and you're going to allow them to mistreat you. And so now we are ending up in this dysfunctional cycle, this dysfunctional relationship where we're moving really out of the pain that we're feeling, the rejection that we're feeling, the abandonment that we're feeling. And that relationship is going to end maybe even worse than the marriage. That's not even done. So that is a no-no. Men out there listening to me, if you meet a young lady and she's separated, bye-bye. Woman, if you meet a man and he's separated, talk about he's in the middle of a separation, working towards a divorce, this is not the time for us to be in any type of romantic relationship or even working towards that. Because they got to go work on themselves. All right? Okay. So I've talked about some of these emotions and I'm, I'm sticking on separation for a purpose because there's a whole other set of emotions and mindset that comes when, when the divorce now is final. Yeah. So we'll talk about that some more. All right. So here's what we can do and what I did and I always encourage people to do. You want to get counseling. Yes, you want to get counseling. Now, I'm always, always going to vouch for and I'm always going to suggest that you go to a Christian counselor. That's me. I'm a Christian. So that's what I'm always going to suggest. So you want to go and get counseling. Number two, give yourself time be patient with yourself as much as it hurts as much as you are going through and you don't want to go through it you can't rush through it you can't wake up tomorrow and say okay i'm not going to feel this anymore it doesn't work like that so go to counseling get the counseling and be patient be patient with yourself Allow yourself to feel the emotions that you should feel. And those that are around, those that are, or the one that is counseling you, and even those family members around you that are helping to, to, to bring you through healing, they'll help guide you along. Use what you have. Use who's around you if you have that or if you have those types of people. So I went to counseling. I was in counseling probably every other day maybe as much as i could because i had become 
something that I didn't even recognize. I didn't even realize. And I had, we hadn't even gotten to divorce yet. This was still separation. Yeah. So be patient with yourself. Get counseling. As much as you can, try to get some sleep. I know it sounds simple, but it's true. And so you have to put yourself environment in environments of peace where you can get rest. One of the, the greatest things I did was I would get around family where I was able to laugh. I was able to, to smile. I would go and be around my counselor, my pastor, my apostle, who is an amazing counselor, by the way, might I add. I was in environments with him. We would go out. We would take walks. We would go eat lunch. I, get yourself in environments where people where you're you're being loved and people are helping to restore you. Don't isolate yourself. I know it feels easy. I know it feels comfortable, but don't isolate yourself. Get into those environments. Don't go around people who want to be negative who don't have nothing good to say. You want to be around people and be in environments where you're being loved, where there's laughter, where they're speaking hope, where they're speaking life. And they're lifting you up and they're bringing you, helping to bring you out of where you are because it's it, it can be a difficult thing and is a difficult thing to overcome these broken emotions, to overcome the pain of rejection, to overcome the pain of feeling abandoned. And it can even be complicated or it can be heightened if that's something you dealt with before, let's say in family, in your family, you know, with your mom or your dad or brother or sister or whoever. That can even further heighten it. So listen, get in those type of environments, okay? Get counseling. Get in environments where you're loved. Don't isolate yourself. Now, I want to tell you, for those of you that are watching, if you have any questions, I saw one question earlier, but if you have any questions, please go ahead and write your questions in now. I'll, I'll attempt to answer, you know, as many questions as you have. Okay, so write your questions in now. And if you're listening and you have questions or you've gone through this, Please email me. I would love to invite some 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 of you who have gone through this and have come through it and have been healed in your whole. Let's talk about it. Let's discuss it and let's help others. Let's help bring them out because where they are right now in the midst of a separation is is they probably don't see a way out of it. And so they need help. They need to know that they're not alone. They need to know that someone else has been here. Someone else has done that and has come out on the other side looking good. Yeah. Absolutely. So be patient. Get counseling. Get rest as much as you can. Be in environments where you allow yourself to rest. And here's a very key one. I told you all I didn't eat. Try and eat and not eat junk food. Try and eat a, a balanced meal or a good meal. Because one of the first things that you can attempt to do is neglect yourself. 
one of the first things you can attempt to do, I'm telling you, when going through this and having these emotions, going through separation, you neglect yourself. You don't treat yourself with the value that you should. And for all of you listening, for all of you watching, you are valuable. Single, separated, divorced, married, you are valuable. And you have great worth and you should be treated that way. And you should treat yourself that way. So there's something I want to share with you all. This, you know, in Murphy's Law, I'm going to talk about my life a lot because I want you to be helped. I want you to understand that, you know, people go through these type of things and they can come out and, and look great and be great and be happy and healthy for real. So one of the qualities that I most enjoy about myself, one thing that if anybody asks me, hey, would you describe yourself? Something, tell us something about yourself. What one thing you would say about yourself? And I would always say that I'm faithful. I'm a loyal person. Yes, I am. And anybody who knows me knows that I'm a loyal person. I'm very big on that. Being faithful, sticking it out, being committed. That's something that I thrive on. That's something that that's very important to me. Well, I can tell you when I went through my separation and which ultimately led to a divorce, there's something that happened that I didn't even realize that happened. As loyal as I was, as faithful as I was, as committed as a person as I can be, because I felt someone had given up on me, someone had abandoned me, there was a pattern that began to occur in my life there's a pattern i begin to function by where i would start giving up on myself and i would start giving up on other things other assignments certain certain responsibilities not all my responsibilities but if if it got too tough if it gets too tough if it gets too hard i'm gonna give up but that wasn't me before. I was the person who I'm going to stay up all night to figure it out. I'm going to find a way. I'm going to come up with the solution. I'm going to make it happen. But because of all these emotions, because of all this pain, now I turned into someone who, if it got tough enough, if it got difficult enough, Oh, I'm a, I'm a, all right. I'm I'm going to give up. I'm not going to give that extra effort anymore. I'm not going to give that extra push, that extra step. Dig down deep, as they would say, find that extra gear. No, it's all right. Uh, I'm good. And that was not me before. So what am I saying to you? Separation can change who you are. Yes, it can. It absolutely can reroute your mind, your thinking process. And if that happens to you, 
accept it, own it, and put yourself in a position to grow and to help those around you grow or to have those that are around you in your life, such as a counselor, or if you have a pastor, or if you have a mentor, to help develop you out of the mindset that wasn't there before, the way you thought or think that wasn't there before. Because yes, it can change you, but you don't have to stay changed. You don't have to stay that person who is always bound by what happened one year ago, what happened four years ago, what happened seven years ago. For some people, it's been nine years. It's been 15 years. And it's changed you completely. You're not who you used to be. You don't talk like how you used to talk. You don't speak like you don't think like you used to think. Because they gave up on you, I'm going to give up on me. You've lost the value of you. Hello, you're looking at someone, you're listening to someone who lost the value of them, who didn't feel like the fight was worth it. And if you don't show that you're worth it, how are other people going to see that value? So I understand. I get it. You have to work through it. You have to get the counseling and it takes time. But put yourself in the position to heal. Put yourself in the position to get past it. You can get past it. You can get over it. You can heal from it rather. Yeah. Yes, you can. I don't care if it's been 10 years. I don't care if it's been nine years. Today, we're going to move past this. We're not going to go and be held hostage by broken emotions. We're not going to get into all these dangerous cycles. Where every so often I got a boyfriend or every so often I got a, uh, you know, a fling or or I'm just isolated. I'm just shut down. I don't know how to smile. I can't laugh. I'm not none of that. You can get past it. You're not alone. You're not crazy, but you definitely can overcome it. If I can and still am overcoming and growing and learning about myself, even at the age of 36 years old, you can do it. You absolutely can. And you're looking at someone, you're listening to someone who is an absolute lover. I love to love people. I, d I can't think of anybody in my life consistently who I didn't get along with. I love to love people. So I want to encourage you that there is light at the end of the tunnel. There is hope. There is overcoming it. There is a way to live that you are not led by pain. You're not led by the rejection, the abandonment. You don't even allow yourself to fall in the trap of, well, because I feel alone or because I feel uh, lonely or any any that type of thinking. I got to go get somebody. I got to go be with somebody. I got to go have sex with somebody. I got to go whatever. Sacrifice who I am. You don't have to do that. 
you don't. All right. So that's a little bit about my life for tonight. And we're going to go deeper and we're going to go higher. Right. So I'm looking forward to it again. If you know anyone or if you are someone that have gone through this and you've come through it and you're on the other side, I would absolutely love to have you as a guest on the Murphy's Law podcast. Email me at let's apply wisdom at gmail.com. For those of you that are listening or you're watching tonight and tonight helped you. I would love if you send a gift uh, offering to Murphy's Law podcast at cash app it's money sign murphy's law podcast if this helped you and if it if it even give you insight into what a family member is going through or was going through or they may be heading that way you know you know you you know the details of their life and you might understand what's going on in their marriage if if this information helps you please give money sign murphy's law podcast i would definitely appreciate it I would love to hear from you all any topics you want to discuss, possibly any questions you may have. Email me at let's apply wisdom at gmail dot com. That's let's apply wisdom at gmail dot com. Well, I don't see any questions. Don't see any questions. So I, I see that you all are still with me. So I'm grateful that you hung with me that we talk, we apply wisdom. We're going to talk some more about separation. We're going to go into divorce. We're going to talk about some of these broken emotions more. And then we're going to establish a way that, listen, we can get through this. We can get, we don't have to be stuck for years and years. We don't even have to be afraid to re-engage in certain types of relationships or friendships, right? We don't have to be afraid. We can be healed. We can be whole. All right. So I love you all. I really, really do continue to be kind to everybody can continue to love everybody. Pray for those in other nations, pray for those that are not as well as yourself and pray for those that, you know, pray for everybody and love everybody because of Jesus. All right. So that was a plug for my clothing line, BOJ. But I absolutely love it that you all come and tune in. Share this, share the, the video, share the podcast with someone, invite them to come next week. Invite your married friends, your single friends, your divorced friends, your separated friends. Invite everybody. Okay. Next week, Wednesday at 8 p.m., we're gonna go, we're gonna go deeper, I'll say. All right, we're going to explore this some more. We're going to get some wisdom. I pray that you all were helped tonight. I pray that you got something that you can take and apply it now or help someone else become better. Until next week, this has been Murphy's Law. Let's apply wisdom, you all. Let's apply wisdom. See you guys later. <laughs>